Good evening, Mervor Abayisai. So here at the Psicha of Shara Avodah Salekim, and Chavos is telling us that the way we should contemplate how to go about seeing our obligation of accepting Avodah Salekim and then putting it into practice, obviously, but the whole first part is the attitude towards our Kodesh Baruch Hu's giving to us and our gratitude we have to have and thereby serve Hashem, thereby be Oivdei Hashem, servers of Hashem, and Avdei Hashem, servants of Hashem, is we can take the cue from the way we interact with other people. And he says, and that's clear to us, that anybody who does something good to somebody else, so gratitude is only due him, and thanks is only coming to him, depending on his intent. If his intent was to do something good for me, his intent was to go out of his way for me, to do a favor for me, to help me, then I'm due Hakar then indeed I have to show my gratitude, I have to reciprocate. But if his intent was something personal, it was a self-interest, nothing to do with me, nothing to do with the beneficiary of this good, then Chavazavavah says, then we know that you're not obligated to repay this person, you're not obligated to thank this person, because he didn't intend to do something good. And then he's going to say we have five areas in society which we can try to use as samples of this, and let's analyze them and see when these person, when persons do good for somebody else, what is their intent? And after we know their intent, then we'll see each one of the five categories, really the intent is with their own self-interests in mind, sometimes selfishness in mind, and yet still we see there's an obligation to recognize this, as an obligation to return the favor, show gratitude, thank them, etc. So let's take a look. When we take a look and analyze when people do favors one to the other, you'll see that it fits into one of these five categories of people doing good for one another. When a father, a parent, does something good for a child. And it's the the amount of times, obviously, that parents do good for their children, starting from infancy and even before, is innumerous. The first is what people, what a parent will do for a child. The second one is a, a boss who does for his employee what a master will do for his servant. have no other relationship except this is the person who's wealthy. He's either asked or he sees the plight of a poor person and he gives him. Here, already says, why does the usher, why does the wealthy person give a monetary gift to, to the poor person. And he's doing it because he wants to get reward. Tzedakah, the Gemara tells us in numerous places, in the beginning of Ababa Basra and in Iksubis, 
and it's brought in Allah in the Rabbah Mishokhanurach, the great reward of a person who gives tzedakah, both in this world, the next world. So he wants to give tzedakah. Why? For the help of the Yoni? No, really for himself. And he's going to demonstrate that's really the way it is in the first category, two categories as well. Veravi, the fourth category. When one person will do a favor to another person, he can, why? Really, in order just to get a good name, he should be known as a person who does chesed. He's a kind-hearted person. This guy, he's just a good citizen. He's a good person. To get a good reputation, to get honor. They're going to honor me. They're going to say good things about me if I do favors. Or realize, you know, if I do favors for, for other people, then when I'm in need, so they'll pay me back. When I'm in need, they'll realize they have to do for me as well. So this is obviously the antithesis of someone who's doing it lishma for the just for the sake of the mitzvah for altruistic reasons, but it's purely selfish, purely for the person's self-interest in mind, because he wants to get a good name, he wants to be helped in his time of need. The Hachamishi and the fifth and final category is the one who is strong, the one who has the capability, and he helps out. He takes the plight of someone who's weak, who is incapable, because he, he partially feels bad, he has compassion for this person. And he gives away the secret of either we can We'll see it's either most of the time or maybe even all the time. Where a person takes pity and has mercy on somebody else more for the fact of himself. He can't bear to see this person in pain. He can't bear to to have a guilty feeling that this person is in need and I just passed him by. So these are the five categories. And we're going to go through each one of these five categories. Okay? Let's begin. Now let's discuss all of these five facets of people doing chesed, people doing good for other people. <coughs> let's see if it's not really dependent on something else. And you know why it's being done? It's really done for the benefit, not of the recipient, but of the benefit of the giver. The benefit of the benefactor, that's really why these things are being done. Imlai or not. Let's try to analyze it. Utchilas, and the first one on the list is Step right up. The the great benevolent parents. Let's think back of the great good that we've done to our children when they were young, and then they were teenagers, and they're adolescents, and they were adults, and all the way through. And it never ends. Baruch Hashem, it never ends the ability to be able to give to children and generations beyond. And let's see, this Teva Sa'av Al-Banai, and that is known. The fact of the matter is, if you think about it, if you really analyze it in an honest way, parents give to their children because they want to give to their children. Because they see their children as a continuation, they see their children as really as a as a as not more than just a byproduct, but they see their children as a as a piece of them. It's as if it's like they're they're one of my own limbs, my child. 
and therefore don't I want to help myself, don't want to give myself, says the Chavis that's why a parent, that's the real core reason, the core motivation, the drive why a person gives to his children is because he feels he's really promoting himself. He's really doing it for his own benefit. He really describes it that way. That the, the, the son is, is sort of is taken out of, is, is, is almost like peeled off of. It's, it's, a, it's cut from that cloth from the father. With also all of the hopes and aspirations that a parent has for his child. So he tries to do good. Now, if he's a good parent and knows that he wants the best for the child, so he's careful. He does it so with the, with the right balance, not to give too much, not to make it too easy, so the, parent, the child will be able to grow. But in everything that he's doing, even in when he restrains, or the mother restrains from giving where she feels, or he feels this is not appropriate for the best of the child, ultimately, they feel a little bad. How can I do this? I really want to give but I know it's the best for my child, which ultimately really, in a subconscious level, is really the best for the parent, because they want to see their child succeed. Let's get a, let's bring a proof to this. We know that a parent sometimes will give the food off of her or his plate, that the child should have it, even if they the, the parent won't have it. Sometimes the parent feels even more feels bad or feels to, to give priority to the child more than themselves. Either when it comes to eating or drinking or covering. Sometimes it's cold outside and the parent says, you know what, I'll take my own jacket or my own coat off to cover my child, to protect my child. Even at, at the going through the, the pain of the parent. Sometimes you have stories where the, the parent will protect the child by an oncoming car, something like that. And sometimes, certainly it is getting up during the night for years for children, and they'll they'll be civil, they'll tolerate this relaxation, this rest, in exchange for giving to the child. In why is this? says it's not a secret. This is the Hakadosh Baruch who created people. Hashem created every parent naturally that they want to give to their children. They want to see their children grow. They want to give to their children. And He's explaining it. How is this natural phenomenon? How does it come about? Because the parent really feels that this child is a chelak of me. In Lashon Kodesh, we have that. The, the, the beauty of the, Lush, the, the language of Lashon Kodesh is so succinct, so exact. So we have a word... For a child, which is Ben, a son is Ben, and the same root word is Boine, to build. Ben is a son and Boine is to build because the, the father feels that his continuation, his whether it's a great legacy that he thinks or just the fact that he wants to continue on experiencing and being in the world, is through his son, through his child. And that's why you have the Av and the Ben. Rashi says this about Yaakov and Yosef, who had an extreme tight relationship. Benafshei Kishura Benafshei. They were bound up in one and their nefesh, the Torah tells us. And Rashi points that out, 
that Av and Ben create together, it could be looked as a contraction of Evan, a stone. A stone is Av and Ben together because so strong and tight is the bond between a father and a son. And because they feel that really it's one. The, the Ben continues on. The Ben is the builder further of what the father started the foundation. Vim Kolzeh. And with this whole introduction of understanding the way that the natural feelings and desires of a parent to do good for the child, as Vim Kolzeh, the Torah has commanded us. The Haseichel. And really, even from a logical standpoint, we could see Allah Ben on the son. What is he obligated? He has to serve the, the parent. He has to have honor for the parent. He has to have reverence for the parent. Like we see in the Torah, this week's parasha, parasha is Kedoshim. Ish, right at the beginning of the parasha, Ish, that each man must fear his father and his mother. And of another Pazich, take heed of the teachings of your father, the lessons that is, is imparting. The Altitash and never neglect the teachings of your mother. Indeed, a, a son must give honor to his parent, to his father, and a, a servant to his master. So now, the words of the Chavis of the father is almost forced to do it. He's forced to do it. Obviously, you have exceptions to this rule, but they're very few and far between. So you have, sadly, terribly strained relationships, but in a regular, healthy, functional family, the father or the mother, it's, it's, they can't even stop themselves from wanting to give to their child. And he's telling us the secret to Chavos because that's the way Hashem put it into the, the nature of people. And that's the way they want it because they see that as really a, a part of them. And if a father or a mother is bound by that, because this naturally he wants to do for his child. And how did that come about? Says the Chavaz really the thanks, the son is saying, wow, I got so much good. My parents are wonderful. They're the best parents in the world. They've done so much for me for so many years. He thinks about it, you know, who really should I thank? Really, I should thank Agaj Baruch which he should as well. He should thank Hashem for the best parents in the world that he was born to. But really, all the thanks is due Hashem. He thinks about it, he says, it's almost, you know, imagine, to give a simple marshal, imagine a person creates a robot, and this robot does everything for me. So, I thank the robot. I should say thank you to the robot. No, I thank the one who made the robot, who programmed the robot perfectly to do everything that I need and it does it on its own. So in a sense, who the thanks of everything that a person has from his parents, the, the thanks is due to for instilling this natural desire for parents to do good to their children. And yet that's not the case. The case is not so true. You'll thank Hashem as well. But even though this parent is only merely sort of a shliach from Hashem because he's just carrying out what Hashem instilled in him, Still, we know from the Torah that there's a chiv, there's an obligation, indeed, for a child to give kavod, to give reverence, to have fear and reverence, to have honor, respect, and to do avoid for the parents. If we see that, even someone who has 
the the reasons why they're doing this good is for themselves, and they're almost forced to do it because naturally that's what they want to do. Still, we find an obligation to thank. This is just the first of, of five examples. We'll go through them, and with that, we'll get an appreciation of how it ties into Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Agutenacht.